Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Radio 1360, KKTX 609. We're on Island Time. Tyler Thorson is on the KKTX hotline with the official report. Good morning. Uh, you don't have to tell me that uh, they're pulling reds out of the water, uh, redfish out of the water, as fast as uh, they can get the hook back in the water. <laughs> That's true. Did you see that report that uh, Dale had? Yes. Yeah, that was cool. That's the kind of thing I was telling you about when you have this uh, fall finger mullet run. Yeah. Uh, it's just the end of the season, you know, like the full harvest that's going on. The the everything comes to a peak in the fall, and we're we're right at that point right now. It lasts for like a month, but you know when we have these high waters coming in there, I noticed when I went over the causeway yesterday that the water's up to the bottom of the dock at dock still, so the water's still high. Um, when we get the first front, maybe next week we're going to have a you know a different change of wind, maybe some north and northwest winds. That will push water out, and that that's going to trigger another big run of bait leaving the bays and uh, marching down, you know, the, the jetties and whatever, and just being intercepted by everything that eats them. So that's what I'm expecting. What was that? Having some of that too. Um, <clears throat> I was up here yesterday, and it was incredible. the uh, The water was nice and and uh, green. What are you, dude? What are you doing? Red Flag Day, and I was uh, Tyler out there on the end. Tyler, yes, sir. What are you yes, doing? Sir. Lost my headphone. Oh, okay. Because all Sorry, I'm getting, hang on. yeah, I'm I'm hanging. Okay, you you good yes, now? I, I was at Bob Hall. All right, you're at Bob Hall Pier. Yeah, I was doing my little fishing report. Actually, after the the uh, Coastal Parks meeting, yeah, there was a guy out, a guy on the end there, and uh, they were sidelining. He had a croaker on the end there, and I was like. Man, he's got a good fish on. He's going back and forth around the tee head. Thought it was a tarpon at first, then I thought it was a shark, and no, it was a big king mackerel. And the guy leans over the edge, does everything he possibly can, but it still shoots the pier and cuts him off. But it was, I was like 25 pound king. It was nice. Um, that's the kind of thing you're going to see when we have these finger mullet running down the beach. And uh, that's always a fun time. Like Dale said, I, I had a friend a few years ago uh, that was fishing at Fish Pass, and we've done it with Billy, too. You go someplace like North Fish Pass Jetty when the finger mullet are running, and they march south down the, you know, swim south down the beach. And what happens, they'll, they'll encounter something like that jetty, and they'll all go, oh, hey, we got to turn this way. So all of them are turning this way, you know, turning back out to sea to go around this obstruction. And every redfish in texas is there to wait yeah right <laughs> this guy a friend of mine caught 60 one day you know you can't you keep it three but he got 60 that's the kind of stuff that happens sometimes when the finger motor runs just like dale said uh, it was like a you know a big fire drill at the end of the packery jetty one day you know left and right they're hitting chunk mullet they're hitting finger mullet uh all that goes on hey i talked to uh dean thomas 
And he said, the bait's all over the flats over there. He was begging me to come the other day when I came in and saw you guys. Uh, he said the redfish, big, slot, oversized, whatever, are all on the flat, and there's all kinds of bait and mullet on there, and he's been catching them early and late. you got to watch out if you're going to go Lighthouse Lakes uh, this weekend because we have the last two days of uh, teal season, so there will be some you know, airboats and whatnot back there chasing teal. But, okay. yeah, same thing down south in Baffin. Uh, Aubrey says – they got big reds over there in the back of Amazon in those uh, lakes back there, and they're really finicky. He says that they're, um, you know, they, they can get some, get them sometimes, but they're having to resort to using small white flies that look like crabs because they're real finicky. But uh, they're there back there, so we'll see what's up with that. Well, Captain Joey Farah has uh, two guys that uh, he took out with just huge redfish. I mean, yeah, he's been doing that the wow. last what two, two or three weeks. Yeah, he hangs out uh, and and goes along the ICW. You can you know you can use cut mullet and whatnot. There there are going to be some big reds caught, and this is a time of year that you see bigger reds than you ever see in the surf. You know, a big a big fall bull red in the surf is about forty six inches. You'll see some fifty inch redfish out of the bay, out of Baffin, places like that that you don't see way down south, which is strange to me because you would think that the, the big, huge ones would be down on the national seashore. I've never seen one bigger than about 47 on the mm. seashore. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge one. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's, it's all cool to see that, especially these guys catching them on light tackle like your trout rod. It's fun. Okay. Chasing around in a boat. The, we had another person drowned at uh, Bob Hall Pier. Was it day yeah. before yesterday? Yeah. Um, what, what are these people – not understanding and I, I i'm not sure there's a a cure for that you know there's a reason it's called uh what is it the only the strong survive or darwin's theory you know of you're running out of air but yeah i i i, I was thinking the same thing because we were talking about that at the the board meeting yesterday it's like I'm thinking, what what more can you do? Um, you know, there's a sign on the pier that says "dangerous currents." So beware of so and so. Right, 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 right. I mean, right on the pier. There's the the flag that says it's a hey, watch out! It's Riptide's Day. It's right there, right. I parked right there yesterday. There's a flag right there. Uh, I don't know what else you can do. I know uh, May from Michael Mays was in our meeting, and she was suggesting, well, you know, a lot of times the fishermen on the pier can see these people struggling over there. And maybe we could have some life rings uh, to throw to them. I said, well, maybe you could. I, we're just yeah. taking suggestions. But you, like you said, at some point, there's got to be some per- personal responsibility. Hey, if you can't swim, don't go wade past your ankles, well, you know, what, or here, whatever. Here's the other thing. Have you, ever, have you ever tossed one of those life rings? No, I have not. Good luck. I they, mean. They don't toss easily. Well, have you ever um, tried that uh, – Putting a, a one of those little round things on a bottle at the at, at carnival. Yeah, yeah carnival. <laughs> yes, I have done that. It's like that. Okay, they give you what three, four chances for a dollar. Yeah, it's like that. You you're going to need more than one. You're going to need we, a bunch. Yeah, because oh, I I went too far for the right on that. The wind is going to catch it. It's oh yeah. It's for sure. That's a good point because it's, and it is a surging kind of, you know, with the, they'll surge people down there 
will be surging with the uh, with the surf and and the wind and that that would be tough. Well, we We're learned that of, of Boys, We learned that in Boy Scout camp. Don't do this if it was a lifeguard deal. You know, lifeguards yeah. are expected to be able to swim. Don't throw it to them. Take it to them. It's the only way it's going to get there. Yeah. And keep it in yeah. front of you because they're liable to grab you and the both of you will drown. Because That's what we also mentioned, too. That's what, that's what May was saying. It's like people will go because a person drowning is is like, you know, crazy strong. Oh, yeah. And will kick. Well, we did that with junior lifesaving. Yeah. You have to be able to dispatch somebody with one hand and still swim. And that's hard to do when somebody's you know, flopping and frantically screaming around that may be bigger than you. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. That I, I, we had talked about this, and I think some folks are going to be talking about this later on. Uh, after that young gentleman from uh, Veterans Memorial drowned last year, they thought, well, maybe maybe we can get the word out to some of these areas. Kind of like the travel tourism thing, like, hey, if you come from San Antonio, just please be advised. If you see this red flag, it's going to be don't you know rip currents, all that kind of stuff. I don't know what you can do besides that. Um, Short of saying, "Hey, don't swim." You know, I mean, I don't, what do you do? Like you said, but at some point it put, becomes personal responsibility. We have to have beach ambassadors that will go around to each new group of people pulling up and explain to them what a riptide is, and if you get caught in one, don't swim against it. Wave and yell and swim parallel. No, perpendicular. You swim in. You don't swim against it. Yeah, you, oh, you, you let it. Well, obviously, yell, you, let it, you let it pull you out. Then you go parallel to the shore. Yeah, parallel, yeah, parallel to the shore. That's correct. Okay, you're right, but you can't. You, there was you don't a, fight against it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's. Uh, I had a. I was uh, uploading my little weekend outlook yesterday from Michael Mays, and I had the views back north towards Packery. There was a perfect shot of, I, I forgot to take the picture because I was too busy waiting for my thing to upload, but there was a perfect shot of what a hole looks like. A fishing hole is also a, can be a, a rip current because that's that's the area where there's this change in the structure of the of the uh, beach and it allows for holes and a hole is dug out because there's a current pulling across a bar and digging out sand. Okay, and but that's an where occasion, the wait, 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 we're getting out and we're getting into the seagrass here. I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out how to get people to wise up. If you can't swim, you got no business going in any deeper than your knees. If you don't know what a rip tide is, ask somebody. You're and right. if Blake can figure out the rhyme to uh maybe we'll have him do a poem later. All right, but you go Yeah, okay. All right. No. Tell you, me a word that rhymes with whatever it was you said. Perpendicular. I've got it right, right. here. So the riptide's pulling you out. You go perpendicular along the shore. I didn't mean... What part of rhyming do yeah. you not understand? You go, so, so uh, uh, please yell and go parallel. Is that what you said? Something like that. Yeah. Yell and go parallel. Wave... And yell so people can see you. Then swim parallel. You'll get out of it. Okay. I'm waiting for you to rhyme perpendicular. <laughs> That's going to be a long wait. <laughs> Tyler, I'll see you when you get here. 
<laughs> All right. Well, you guys figure out that poem. We'll put it on a T-shirt. How about that? No. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Feeling well. I still want. I, I'm. I want to put up a poll on how we advertise ourselves. But Rankin did a great job of explaining this, and Jay Gardner did an even better job. All right. Sounds good. We'll talk. Radio 1360, KKTX. Tyler Thorson, Scott Cross, Blake Farenthold in the box. I, I want to start this with you guys. Have I have complained to you when you were in Congress about the idiotic tone of these hearings. You have just made them into a joke. And the hearing about the fake whistleblower, when Adam Schiff, on the record, his opening statement, flat out lied his lips off about the transcript of the phone call that Trump had with the Ukrainian president. Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, fabricated it. Not a word he said was true. He's turned into a political, and I will agree Congress is partially responsible for basically turning their own hearings into a joke. I think it... I think it really turned the corner or jumped the shark, if you will, when the attorney general. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Under President Barack Obama got wouldn't cooperate with Congress, lied to Congress, wouldn't turn over documents, was held in contempt of Congress, and nothing happened to him. And though the congressional hearings Look, then became a joke and nothing more than an opportunity for politicians to get a soundbite to play over and over again on cable news. And that's what Schiff was after. That's what Schiff got. And thank goodness enough people saw it and held him accountable for it or people would be believing that lie. I'm waiting for the poll to come out that says 25% of Americans believe Trump's already been impeached. Chairman of the Intelligence Committee thinks you and I don't have the wherewithal to read the transcript. No, they, don't, they think we're too lazy to read the transcript. And the people who listen to this radio station... 
probably aren't. But if you're listening to a music radio station and only get five minutes of headlines a day, then you might be buying some of that. The This was Adam Shivin as uh, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee stating for the record a series of flat-out lies. And he was finally, when Republicans called him on it, boy, I, my jaw hit the ground again that somebody had the backbone to stand up to him. He retracted that nonsensical BS. And you know what he said? It was a parody. You, how do you even get to that? Base? I'm sorry. The committee hearing rooms and the halls of Congress are not a comedy club. I and no, he, he got caught, but you're also realized parody. that the statement <clears throat> made headlines everywhere and the retraction, for the most part, gets buried. Well, here's the other part of that. Last week, Schiff claimed the whistleblower complaint was being kept from the Intelligence Committee by the White House. That was a lie, too. Schiff had that back in August. It was sent to he and Richard Burr, uh, dated August 12th. 2019. If they had it all along, why were they demanding its release? I, I mean, find some sense in that. News Radio 1360, KKTX 0640. We're on Island Time, Blake's in the Box. And on the KKTX hotline is uh, Dapper Dotson Lewis, who uh, was one of the honorees at the Ready or Not Foundation's annual Best Dress Luncheon held in the packed Ortiz Center. And he got a golden tie. Good morning, Dotson. Morning, Jim. How are you? I'm just, uh, I'm so impressed with... uh, all your work here. Oh yeah, what what rhymes with dapper? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there. Uh, uh, by the way, Jim, I, I have a complaint for you. Right. Not a complaint, just to alert you to something. Right. You're missing the best two articles in the Island Moon every week. I am. Yours, yep. right, Dodson? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, unlike Dodson being dapper, I'm a napper. Yeah, and Blake's a quitter because I'm trying to get him to come back and teach some classes, and he hadn't, he won't come out of retirement. So, And he can't be, whatever that was, he was trying to rhyme. He'll never do it. Well, he's, he says he doesn't know anything about computers anymore. Yeah. Now, perpendicular. Well, I'll learn him. He, he can take a couple of refresher courses. Oh. Uh, I, I still do a lot of digital photography. I could do that class again. Well, I need that photography class badly. All right. Well, let's talk schedule when you get a second. Okay. All right. I uh, saw some uh, stories. I heard one coming in this morning. Suicide rate among active U.S. Oh, troops yeah. is at 13%. And um, military suicides have hit a record high. And uh, I don't know what we're going to do about the uh, veteran suicide. Well, our veteran suicide is is getting higher, particularly in younger veterans for some reason. But 
Uh, we have a suicide task force that well, we and we were appointed by uh, Representative Todd Hunter, and it's catching all over the country. I mean, all over the state, and also outside. We had a, a group made up of veterans. There were three of us, and then uh, some school people for the students. The students did really great. They had their summit. All the student, all the school, ten schools, and in uh, Corpus Christi are on a they chosen a theme to promote suicide prevention so they're starting to talk about it and then we have our summit uh, next tuesday morning at 8 30 starting it's open to everyone at delmar college center for economic development and we have some speakers come in and we're going to make a report on what we're doing for suicide prevention we still have 22 veterans a day committing suicide so outside of sitting down and talking to these men and women what what are we going to do i mean well we're, we're trying just to well, we're trying to do the same way the same way as school kids we 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 uh, the signs of suicide sometimes people don't recognize them and we've got to be uh proactive and if we feel like they're you know depressed they feel like they're not worth anything we get that indication and we we get with it and talk to them, sit down with them, discuss it, take them and have an adult beverage, whatever we need to do to get them to talking, because that's the first thing we need to do is get them to talk about it, Yeah, what their problems are. So you've got uh, Tuesday, October the 1st, at the uh, Del Mar Center for Economic Development. Todd Hunter's right, going to be there. Todd Hunter's only there. We're having a couple of speakers, and then our veterans officer, he was on our suicide task force, is going to make a presentation about uh, uh, where it's available for help and the thing, because we have a number of of health counselors which uh, are are there and available. It's just making, trying to get the people that uh, are considering suicide. to talk to them, and you know, over sixty uh, percent of our uh, veterans at one time or other have considered or thought about committing suicide. Have you ever talked to somebody that had that you thought was uh, thinking about doing that? Yeah, in fact, I had a war- young warrant officer. This is a few years ago after Korea. And I, I didn't realize that was his problem at the time, but he was talking about some things. Just, he was having trouble in his marriage, and he wasn't happy, and he wasn't doing right. And suddenly, uh, one morning, his wife, he didn't come to work, and I called his wife. And uh, she she said, I, I thought he left. And she said, no, the car's running. She went out in the garage. There he was. Boy. So, you know, that that's thing. And, and <clears throat> we, we just got to get more proactive, get the word out. There are uh, people, we were getting signs, and, and we're trying to study it. So, uh, And the state legislature came a long way with some things to help us with counselors and so forth. There even now, it's uh, it's been signed. It was Todd Hunter uh, was the one that uh, helped start it. We helped write it, that uh, if we can get counselors that are certified counselors and they have student loans and they volunteer to work with the uh, veterans as counselors, uh, they're going to get their student loans dropped. Hmm. Just it's, it's proactive. And I've already had two or three people talk to me about they did have student loans, but they're not counselors. And you know, we have a peer group at Texas Veterans Commission that you're trained in suicide prevention. It's about a, I think it's a week long class in Austin or somewhere that uh, 
if they even pay the expenses for them to go there and take the class. But we we need more people to get involved in it. Correct me if I'm wrong here, and I'm not making light of this, but it it seems like we go, we need to have counselors to explain that life is difficult. In fact, it's downright hard. Yeah, no Bobby Parrish, you're a rose gardener, huh? Well, and I'm not sure who guaranteed you that... You're so feeling sorry for yourself. You're, you know, you're having a pity party, and that doesn't lead anywhere good. True. Mm-hmm. But, but just think about it. Man. Look how busy. Look how busy you stay. Look <laughs> yeah, how busy. I had more I, time. If yeah. you get outside yourself, you don't get caught up in that "woe is me," you know. Song. Yeah, but if you sit there on a couch leaning about half asleep and watching TV and studying some of the stuff that's on there, then you get to thinking that's where it is. If we could keep people involved, yeah, uh, that, that's a that's a key. Well, good luck with it. I'll um, push it for Tuesday. Also, well, I'll push it. We'll, we'll appreciate it. And don't, uh, if you don't mind, don't forget to mention today sometime about the Gold Star Mothers Gold Star uh, ceremony that we're having at Cheryl Park. At ten o'clock on Saturday morning. Yeah, uh, there's shade that's there. That ceremony, man. we should have some people out. So I hope so. I'd appreciate that. Yep, I'll push that too. I appreciate it, Dotson. Thanks. Okay, take care. We'll see you later. News Radio 1360. Take ATX Lago here. Harbor Playhouse presents Matilda the Musical. <laughs> Your love for me will always be. You go to Harbor Playhouse. I think that's a different can, Matilda. <laughs> or you can listen to it on uh, the radio. Matilda the Musical, 730. Harbor Playhouse. Um... Uh, the Alameda Street pedestrian bridge is going to be torn down. They're going to close it tomorrow and uh, should be demolished next week or so. Um, according to uh, Flatiron Dragados, it's not going to be reconstructed. So you're urged to avoid the area. The, uh, they, they still haven't figured out what they're going to do with the Hillcrest residents. Uh, are those people going to stay there? That's what it looks like. They're, I was reading a story this morning um, about how it's kind of difficult to get in and out of there. There's high grass. I mean, it's, a, it's an active construction area, too. Mm-hmm. But there are a group of people who didn't take the ports buyout agreement that think that land's going to be substantially more valuable after the uh, bridge is built or feel like this is where they grew up and have their roots and just simply want to stay there. Did somebody do a uh, <clears throat> town hall meeting? To, uh... and there, was, there was some sort of meeting. The uh, city manager uh, was there, among others. He was at the uh, Ovia Williams uh, Senior Center uh, last week. 
Yeah, that that may have been the meeting they were talking about. I, I don't remember where I read this story. I think it was on one of the TV stations' websites this morning. So, one of the reasons they're not moving is because they think they can make money. It's a good investment. They think if they hold on to it, it might be worth more after the bridge is built. Or a lot of them say, you know, this is where I grew up. I have roots there. I have a guy that works with me from time to time whose son is one of the people still there. Is that uh, Dad's Yard guy? Yeah, that. Danny? Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.